0: Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Vulnerable. I am so honored that I have the best guest today. Um, We never really got to connect prior, but uh, we did recently connect on socials and I was like, when can you sit down with me and I breathe the same air as you? So Christina Kirkman, um, you know, she most recently starred and executive produced the feature film, Discontent. Um, and she's set to star in a horror film this summer. Very excited about that. Um, and prior to this, she was recurring in Ambitions, an own original series. Uh, she's a fan favorite. She's a fan favorite of mine. <laughs> and uh, we all know her too from all that. And we're gonna get into it today and just connect today on Vulnerable. We're related. We are related. Let's talk about it. First of all, we are the gold hoops.
1: Yeah, obviously. That's, that's if you can't need. see
0: it, you should. You should hop on YouTube right now. And look at these beautiful gold hoops.
1: Thank you. And why is that? Why do we both have gold hoops? Tell them why. Because we're Sicilian. And we're from the East Coast. And it's just a thing that you do. It's what you do. I don't know why you do it, but you do it. I feel like myself. And it's really
0: funny because I didn't wear gold hoops when I was younger because my older sisters wore them. And Mm. I was always like, oh, you know, they're like so... I thought they were very 90s. Totally. To be honest with you. like I thought they were like a very 90s East Coast Italian person. That I would wear that. Well, and you just I'm, described my mother, so that's why I wore And them. She and that's what I'm saying. Like my sisters wore the hoops. My my so your mom is Sicilian. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My mom is like the white girl
1: oh, in no. this situation. Carmela is Sicilian. Oh, Carmela no, is my aunt. aunt. <laughs> she knows what's up. Literally. So she wore bandanas. Hoops, oh. curly hair, crop Ooh. tops. Ooh, she sounds like an she's spicy. Icon. Yeah. She's spicy. So I was wearing hoops in like the seventh grade and everybody was like, What are you doing? I love that. But I was fashion forward. You, you know? Are. And now I just when I have them on, I just I feel more me. Me too. But they do say the bigger the O, oh, the bigger the hoe I mean So I've 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 had to turn down the the size, no, you know, Christina, in my I, older age. Girl, I literally have so many size hoops. Yeah, you just because you you don't know how you want to represent your hoeness. Okay, I have hoops that are literally as you should half the size of my mm. face. You're sending a message there. I have two children. Is it supposed to be like yeah? Like you're, the, you're you're in the safe zone though. If you have children, are you sure? There's a loophole there. I mean, yeah. I'm
0: a hoe for my husband. There you go. When he asks nicely, listen. You want to get into the club? Big hoops. Big hoops. There you go. You want uh, to bigger you wanna the, 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 big the hoe? You so want to pass is, on a parking ticket? Big hoops. Is this is this an Italian thing? I, I, like an I, Italian saying? I think this is an East Coast thing. Which East Coast are you from? Boston. Okay. Well, Massachusetts. We'll allow it. Okay.
1: No, Wait, but we'll allow, it. allow it. Like, it's I mean, not part you know of the what? East Coast. I mean, it is. I'm Wait. from. No. <laughs> are we an honorary state of the East Coast? <laughs> <laughs> you said it like you were doing me a favor. Well, yeah, <laughs> sure. Massachusetts. We were doing so
0: well. We were. That's so funny. Okay, so I'm from Connecticut, oh. which is actually the peacemaker between New York and Boston. If you okay. think about it. Sure. You think whatever you say. It, who do you think Massachusetts? likes more connecticut or rhode island
1: i mean we don't spend the time to to <laughs> to, to get to know either because they're tiny and insignificant yeah, but right? i do i do love rhode island me too i do too Actually, I, do, I do love connecticut they're both beautiful In massachusetts gorgeous you know where too? i used to go where hawks nest beach is that connecticut i think it is i will google that but i've never heard it of is. it i had a friend in high school that had a beach house up there and That's i cool. spent some time there do you miss it i do What do you miss about it? Do you miss the Italian Italian cooking? Yeah, I I miss the people. Mm -hmm. I miss the people. I feel like I love the lifestyle in LA. I love that we have desert mountain city ocean. I can eat whatever I want at any given time. But I miss the people. Yeah. I I feel like as an East Coast person on the West Coast, you're very misunderstood, especially as a woman. Or at least I feel that way. Because I'm... I use the F word as a term of endearment, and I'm loud, and I talk with my hands, and and people don't do that here. No, like no matter who they are, no matter. I what mean, community? if they're, I, I always find my East Coast people here. I feel like most of my friends are East Coast people. That That's so migrated interesting. To La, yeah, yeah.
0: I remember growing up, and it was very much East Coast West Coast um, when I first got here. Okay, so when I first started working for Disney, I was like 14, and I do I'd done a lot of theater and indie film in New okay. York City. Okay, and so like I was a I like if you look back, uh, and you watch like the pilot episode, I literally have the thickest New York accent. Yeah. Oh yeah, same. And even in talking to you right now, I'm like, ah, my accent's coming out. Yeah. It's just
1: you. Yeah, you can't help it. Oh my god, mine was so bad. Like mine was. I mean, I had a speech coach that was like, we're getting rid of this. I was gonna say, did Nick give you a speech coach? No way. They didn't want you to just. Oh, I walked on set, and they were like, (laughs) they actually though, Mm -hmm. they did write me a character. Based on my accent, because I feel like the East Coast accent, whether it's Boston or New York, is yeah. like so people are so fascinated by it. It's so aggressive. like even now, it's so trendy. It's so aggressive <laughs> that when I came up and my mom, like for an example, what do you what did you used to call a purse? Did you what do you mean? Like growing up, what did you call a bag? Did you call it something? Maybe it's a Massachusetts thing. A, a, a balsa? We like called what? it a pocketbook. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for okay. sure. Your so book. when we were on set, like day one, my mom was like, oh, yeah, go grab your pocketbook. And everybody oh, was yeah. like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> so then they wrote me this like Boston character. But other than that, they got rid of my accent. And then I went to school for broadcast journalism. And they were like, yeah, you got a <laughs>
0: Non-regional go. diction. Yeah, no. So it's gone. So do you have even more non-regional diction? Yeah. Like even more so?
1: Because oh. I can still tell
0: you from the East Coast. <laughs> oh, oh, when I do my little like sp- Reporter voice. I bet. I bet. Let me hear, hear it. it.
1: I need to hear it. Oh my god! It's been so long. Here, read. Here, read something. <laughs> here. I don't know. I have a blue piece of paper that has props. <clears throat> Christina Kirkman most recently starred in and executive produced the feature film Discontent. She is set <laughs> to star in the horror film this summer. I love that. Reporting <laughs> from Podco. I'm Christina Kirkman. So, did you actually go to school for I to did. be a newscaster? I did. Well, I went for broadcast journalism. Okay. I mean, it was journalism, and then I, I wanted to do the broadcast side of it. But mm-hmm. in order to do journalism, I mean, we did everything. We did writing. We did producing. We did, um, you know, editing, everything. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't want anything to do with this. Wait, what, um, what, what stories attracted you the most? Uh, so, we, like, we had beats in college, and my beat was the North End. Like, we had certain neighborhoods, um, and I loved the crime like I love North End is kind of it's kind of rough. Well, I mean, it's Italian, right? Yeah. So there's 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 a lot of big hoops. A lot of big hoops. A lot of drama. <laughs> lot and I would like, drama. you know, my mom would be calling me like you can't be showing up like trying to find these stories in the North End, okay? Just stay away. <laughs> Like, what do you think the, the mafia is going to come? Like, you know. I, I love how you just said camera. the mafia. I know my mom's like. First of all, the mafia doesn't exist anymore. Uh, c- according to my mother, the mafia exists. Okay, okay I have okay. a crazy Italian mother.
0: Okay, let's talk. I want to meet your mom so bad, and no. I want Perfect. to try her meatballs. Perfect. What,
1: we'll how does it How does your mom make her meatballs? Well, my mom, we're we're healthy Italians. No, you're not. Yeah, we Shut, are. I know it's kind of here. a disgrace. Like, we do. I'm we taking the, those hoops right now. We, I know. I know. We <laughs> do the whole thing, but. Like, sometimes instead of pasta, we'll do, um, what's the, las- like a spaghetti squash. Oh, yeah, that's nice. It's healthy, though. Yeah, that's, that's Yeah, but yeah. like according to like a, 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 an Italian, that's yeah. like, you know, oh my God, you can't do that.
0: Yeah. We're um, modern day. No, that's great. Modern day, modern yeah. day Sicilian. Yeah. no, no I a little Americanized. What, but how does she make her meatballs, or can you not tell
1: me? No, I can't tell you.
0: I know that. I was trying to get I the goods. I can't tell you that. I just have to eat them and
1: then be like- They're eh. delicious. And right. obviously you put peas on your pasta.
0: Huh? This is a Boston thing.
1: No, it's not. It's an Italian thing. Do you do Feast of the Fishes? No. Okay. We you, have you ever done it though? I have.
0: Okay. I feel like I did it because, okay, so, so my dad was the Sicilian one. Okay. My grandfather, grandmother, they had a bakery called Mama Romano and Six Sons. Ooh. Flo, Florence Romano. Ooh. And uh, Joseph, Joseph Romano. And then my dad's Tony Romano. That's literally my dad. So you had you had a lot of good you had a lot of good Italian food growing up. And they literally had I had five uncles, all um, named Tony, all named like Joey and yeah, of course like uh, yeah. And we had a Carmelo and and of like course. cousin or yeah, whoever. Fair. I mean, really, we 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 were truly very much an East Coast Italian family and. It's
1: so wonderful to talk to you. I haven't, I feel like I just, I feel like we're a dying breed. No, I love that we like, we didn't even talk about that's this. That's what I like. I like that we kind of knew, like, I love going into a movie where you don't know what the plot's going to be. And then you're like, oh my God, this is so good. I like meeting people that's and kind of not knowing anything. <laughs> Me too. People <laughs> are like, so you great. don't, people are like, you don't research your guests. I'm like, that's half it's, of the fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had no idea. I mean, I knew you were from the East coast and yeah. I knew you were a child actor and that's it. Yeah. That's Man. great. Look at us. And now we're friends. We're fucking besties. I love
0: this. Me too. Well, no, we, we have to be. Obviously. I was, you get it. Can we talk about yes. um, Sicilians being vengeful? And can you tell me yes. if you've keyed anyone's car? Like no. that you used to date. You just blinked and I think no. that you did. I think I tried to wink.
1: No. <laughs> um, I will say this. We hold grudges. Why?
0: Why is that? Like I have- Because you know like racism and stereotypes and like you shouldn't think of that. But like Sicilians really are crazy we're, we're shit. We're
1: fucking stubborn. Like okay. there's no logic in Sicilian. Oh my god, I'm gonna get like shunned for saying no, this. No, you're not. Um, I have family members that have h- held grudges for like 20 years because somebody didn't say hi to the uh, the, the daughter at a party. Yeah. Why what are the we fuck? like? But why are we like this? Um, I. It's, I feel like the Italian culture, and me as a person too, we're so Mm principle-based. It's so, it's about principle and loyalty. But unless you're super Catholic, it's not like you're um, super conservative.
0: Correct. Right? Like, all the people that I grew up in middle-class Italian, American, like, lifestyle, they weren't, like, if you knocked somebody up, like, maybe, like, the older generations would be like, she's having the kid kind of thing. Totally. But other than that, like... They were they right. Were pretty, yes, I'm at, sorry. We're wild. Oh, I mean we have to be. Is that why? Yeah. Why? Cuz we're the fucking life of the party. I know. It's our job. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, what's wrong with that?
1: Yo, Snooky? Yeah. She's not so silly and she's like, it's all right. That's that's who we have to be. <laughs> now when, when yeah, <laughs> when we show up, like party's here. I know. That's I do guess. love Snooky though. I'm I not going to gonna lie. Love do Snooki. you follow her too on TikTok? Yeah, I fucking love
0: Snooky. I love her so she's much. She's just she has single handedly ruined what everybody thinks of us. Yes, but I still fucking love her. What was I watching? Where I was like her and Jay Wow and and whatever the sweet Je, what's the sweetheart they call her Sammy Sammy sweetheart. But
1: uh, Jay Wow and and Snooki just yeah. That, I mean, but that it's a bond. I grew up on that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a big. I am who I am because of the Jersey Shore. Mm, interesting. I was in She's Italy, not a lot, but that's that's <clears throat> saying that's all saying all like the things. all of our parties in high school were Jersey Shore themed.
0: They were themed or they just were that? You
1: know, that's a great it's a question. question. Wait, we we were poofs and cheetah. Bumpets and cheetah. Oh
0: fuck yeah. But like unironically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no for real.
0: Uh, and like cut off white t-shirts, yes. like tight little, um, wife. They're not called wife feeders. Like they're our called, skin was, I think they're called women our pleasers now. match
1: our, the rest, like we were orange y- and then dark. You did. And- did
0: you get a little, you got a little orange? Oh, I, yeah. That was like who I was. Okay. This, I'm so excited. We're talking about this. Me too.
1: So my. And I hope pictures don't resurface because they're bad.
0: My oldest sister is this still to this day. And she's like approaching 50. She's not 50, but she'd probably absolutely kill me. But my. It's so interesting how different people can be in a family. So like, I'm very much a blend of everything that I've ever been exposed to. I think as an actor, you just are sort of Mm -hmm. like uh, culturally very like- uh, um, You're a sponge. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say, yeah, you change. Yeah, totally. You change like anytime you need to be changing. Uh, You have a lot of identities. But when it comes to like my my other siblings, one of them is like a very, like he ended up going to Babson. Okay. And which is like a very good business school in, mm-hmm. in mass. And he became very buttoned up and he's in finance and he lives in Nashville now. And it's like, he's that he's just, he lived in New York. He's just not, you wouldn't think of him as some like middle-class, like right. from Tony Romano's right seed. Um, he's very legitimate. In fact, that's like. Legitimate wh- as a person or as an Italian? Uh, as a person. Okay. So, so he's like okay. varied by the book. He's the exact opposite of my dad. Okay. Tony Romano walked around and he like owed everybody in the whole town. Okay. But everyone loved him and people would like, like they would do favors for him. And, and he, and and he didn't work on like the dollar. He worked on like the charm. I love that. Yeah.
1: He really just, you are your father's
0: daughter. I'm not. No way. I, I'm, I don't consider myself charming at nearly as charming as him. So
1: humble. She's pretty and humble.
0: (laughs) Dua Lipa. You know, when I play my music to people who I really respect or look up to, then I hear my songs in a different perspective. Cardi B. I know what it feels like when you feel like everybody turn your back and like, the not ever think it's because you did something wrong. Harry Styles. I feel like I'm falling more and more in love with, with making music each time I get to do it.
1: You know these artists for their songs, videos, and epic performances.
0: But they have so many stories beyond their fame.
1: That's what we're here to share with you on the Spout Podcast.
0: We sit down with some of the biggest names in music. And along the way, our guests reveal stories that even their biggest fans may have never heard before. Check out the Spout Podcast to hear famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And find out who's spouting off next wherever you get your podcasts. Um, <laughs> my husband is very charming, but he's very different in that he's, an, he's actually a very good husband. Mm. Um, and I'm so proud of my brother because, you know, he's very much... In Italian, I never dated Italian men.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Can we? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I dated one. He was a good one, though. He, he was, was? a good one. Yeah. But That's I, good. But I also, mm. I mean, it was hard where I grew up because mostly everybody was Italian or Irish. Yeah. So Why well, d- you had to pick one. Sweetheart, I married Brendan Rooney. Okay. So, you know. Christy Romano married Brendan Rooney. I mean, my mother is Carmella <laughs> Ternulo and yeah. she married Christopher Curley. So were you never,
0: I, I, I would have been, I would have been Irish all, all the time. ha <laughs> ha.
1: It was like, what, what, anger, so what anger people. do you want? Do I you know. want the Italian anger? I'm, I'm yeah. a- Italian and Irish. I can say, I say these things.
0: You want Chianti drunk or yeah. do you want whiskey drunk? Exactly. Okay. You just pick
1: the lesser of two evils. <laughs> I'm not dating either. I'm so. Oh my God, are we getting
0: canceled from this episode? Yes, I'm oh, canceling shit. us. Oh shit. Um, no, but for real, like that is, I, it's so fun to talk to you. I love this. I never really have connected with anybody like this before. We have a lot of common ground. This is crazy. I love it. So no, but for real, like even my brother though, like as, as good as a man as he is, he's a really great husband. Sometimes he can flare up a little bit and think that women oh, yeah. women are a little bit like, mm-hmm. you know, they need to fall in line. And and, and as an g- older brother, that was very helpful yeah um because my two sisters wild uh-huh oh my god my poor brother are they're you the, older than him i'm you, the youngest okay okay so do you? i'm nice? an only child i should be asking you a question yeah no
1: i'm i'm i love this you're an only child i know it okay. doesn't show no oh thank you
0: i thought you know we're okay.
1: related but also yeah. i thought
0: you probably came from a bigger family
1: i come from uh, actually a small italian family okay um and i'm an only child
0: but then you're probably
1: had, you had other families around you, right? I a lot of grew up with all adults. Interesting. Like I was always, I, I loved being alone. I'm very much a lone wolf. I've mm-hmm. always loved being alone, even as a kid. And then- being an only child and having a small family, the kids that were in my family were either significantly younger mm-hmm. or significantly older. So I was always with the adults. And then I worked in Hollywood. Like I was just always surrounded by adults mm-hmm. that I feel like I grew up very fast. Okay. In a, in a positive, and I say that in, in a positive context, but- um, Like it's not like you were given too much responsibility correct. too early. Correct, What no. do you mean then? I mean, um, like I, you know, I have younger family members, and I just like watch how they communicate with adults versus how I communicated with adults at that age. Hmm. Like I was, like, like adults could sit down with me and have a full conversation with me at a very young age, right. and it wasn't like oh you're talking to a child. Like right. I could kind of hold my own a little bit different than most kids my age. That's kind you were of just what more I mean. comfortable around them, totally. Because kids do tend to like
0: ignore, dissociate, yes. shut down. Yes. So speaking of sort of having this approach to life, then. Let's talk about the Nickelodeon talent competition. Kid in the, what is it? The search for the funniest kid in America. Are you all that? The search for the funniest kid in America. 2003. 2003. Holy shit. That was 20 years ago. I don't remind me. (laughs) (laughs) Were were you doing theater? Were you just funny? Were you just? I was just, listen,
1: I didn't even watch all that, which is crazy. Yeah, I I watched. I only watched SpongeBob. I only watched animation growing up as a kid. I mean, Spongebob to this day is my favorite show in the entire world. I watch it almost every night. I loved to entertain. And I think being an only child, like I was always the fucking kid that was like, guys, I learned a song today or mm. let me perform this. I loved entertaining. Mm-hmm. And then I saw this competition and I was like, dad, I got to enter this. And my mom, I don't want to say my mom being the more cynical one. Well, uh, she's but still she, yeah, she, We're pretty right. cynical people. There you go and my dad was like yeah awesome great ran got the video camera <gasps> that's sweet. and we went online and you went by your last name and my prompt was uh they sent me some sides some different scenes and then i had to do three impersonations and my first scene was meeting jay leno crazy story meeting jay leno which i responded my mom probably had an aneurysm and i said ma who's jay leno um, Funny story, he was the first celebrity I ever met. The day I landed in Los Angeles, I went to Bob's Burgers, and Jay Leno was in the parking lot in one of his fancy Amazing whips. cars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And my mom was like, That's Jay Leno. <laughs> went over, took a photo, and then my mom's camera got stolen that day, and I never saw that photo. It didn't happen. You're making it up. I know. I think it's. Pixar, it didn't is it the, happen. Mandela effect? Yeah. I think that's what I happened think that's to me. That's what happened, yeah. Um, that happens a lot to people who were child actors. Exactly. Exa- exa- we didn't mis- remember everything. It's just Just you know, let's describe a child actor i'm it's all a hallucination (laughs) um so yeah i i did i submitted my tape and again like they did in-person castings all the child actors went and in new york in la i think they had it in new york oh for sure and maybe chicago somewhere else um maybe florida Sure. Okay. Cause I know they had like studios in Florida once
0: upon a time and they had
1: really, they had multiple in person. And you know, as like an actor, like who the fuck is watching the tapes? Like if there's in person auditions nowadays, yeah, there's just too many. Exactly. Um, It was 10,000 kids. Oh my God. And then I made um, top. So they would uh, on Friday nights, they would air like they would narrow it down. So it was, I think the first bit was top 50 from 10,000. And I was top 50. That's a huge cut. It is a big jump. The following week, top 10 and then top five. Top five all had to fly out to Los Angeles mm-hmm. and do a skit. So my skit was with Taryn Killam, Jamie oh, I Lynn love Spears. Him. Oh, wow. Lisa Foyles and Kyle Sullivan. Mm. And... Can we find that online? I, yeah, I have it. Okay. I got, I got all this, girl. I love that. Because um, we also hoard things. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. And then we, I won. Yeah. I won. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I won. <laughs> um, and the guest judges were, and I actually just posted this um, last month. The guest judges were Josh Peck, Nick Cannon, and Amanda Bynes. <gasps> oh, yeah. And Taryn Killen was the host. And I just remember being backstage, and there was two other people in the top five whose names started with like either a, c, a k or a c like had a k and i just remember the whole thing being in fucking slow motion mm-hmm. like the winner is christina kirkman and i just kind of i paused and then some pa was just like ripping my wrists and throwing me on stage and i walked out and it was just like felt like three thousand kids and then they slimed you no but i did get slimed <laughs> of course um yeah it was wild and then it was like You know, we couldn't tell anybody that I won because it hadn't aired yet. Mm. And I was a competitive gymnast at the time. I was obviously in school. So Mm -hmm. my mom on Monday called and was like, "Um, there's a possibility she might have to stay out here. And then that's it, my mom quit her job. Wow. Yeah. What, What did she do before? She worked in advertising. Oh, great. Yeah. So she, she did an advertising. She was a good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. That's a huge. Sh- she just quit her job. What did she. I, lived she, at the Oakwood apartment. Oh, with no, me. please, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. OGs, oh, baby. Oh, no. And,
0: Everything.
1: Oh, yeah. Ends and then. At the Oakwood. Did I end up. Well, no. Then they moved us to the. At the time, the Avalon Studio City, which is where I ended up living. That was like the, the work lofts, no? Avalon? Or is it like the
0: same as Oakwood's? Now no, Oakwoods I, is called Ava. Yeah, I know. I legit, I just want
1: to throw this out there, and, and somebody can probably make it, but like there needs to be an Oakwoods movie. There needs to be a reality show, but yeah. I guess it's not great to have all these young kids on a reality show, but there yeah. needs to be something. There should be
0: something. That everybody lived
1: like, at the Oakwood at yeah. some point in time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, I remember, you go to the pool and like, you know, every kid from every show is just like, it just was such a weird Wild, thing. right? I know. So and we're talking mama. decades too, because when
0: yeah. I when I originally came out here, I was like, I want to say I was like nine years old um, and my brother was with me and he ended up hanging out with the kid from Free Willy and the Doublemint Twins. Oh, like, yeah. So he, it's, it's like we're talking
1: like into the early, oh, early yeah. 90s. Yeah. I mean, any child actor at any given time is like, oh, yeah, the Oakwood. The was Oakwood. Just, that, was, that was the thing. <laughs> oh, what a time. God. So, yeah, my mom lived out there. My dad owned a business at the time. So he he flew every month. Aw, did miss you? Yeah. Did I you mean, miss him? Yeah, but they mm. like you know, as an adult, I'm like, wow, that's a big sacrifice that my parents made. Um, I'm very grateful that, you know, I had a parent that was with me twenty four seven. I mean, all my early call time, she there was not a day I was on set that my mom wasn't there. So and I think that is also why my experience was more so positive.
0: Look, I think that people generally know as a parent, intuitively, um, especially if she's She's cynical. I mean, there's a reason for that. Oh, yeah. If you're a parent and you care about your kid, like just show up for them. Like oh, don't yeah. leave. Like I get it. it. It's not daycare. It's literally like your job is them, right? Like 100%. So that's amazing though that she was able to do that. Yeah, she was in everything. Did they put you up at the Oak with them? Yep. That was like part of the deal. You're mm-hmm. like, "I can move I out there. Car, and I can do this." We got a car,
1: we, you know, that's the great. Whole, yeah, it was great. That's great. Cuz then it really justified her t- not having Totally. And yeah. like again, my I my they wouldn't have let me do it if they were in a situation where my mom could be out there with me. No shot in hell. Yeah, of course not.
0: Wow. Okay. So what was it like working with Amanda Bynes?
1: I loved Amanda. Amanda, one of the nicest people I've had ever met in, in my time. Um, She was just, uh, I mean, she was the person that I fangirled over because Amanda was a huge reason why i loved comedy and why i loved nickelodeon and i loved the amanda show um and having her support that was like the best because she like i mean my parents talked a lot with her and she gave us a lot of advice and she did say which looking back um my parents spoke with her pretty much every time she was on set Mm. and uh she said to my parents she said if she loves this, it'll always be here for her. Let her go be a kid, if she ends up wanting to go home and be a kid. Hmm. And my parents didn't tell me until later on, because again, it was one of those things that my parents were like, if you're not having fucking fun, we'll pack our bags They're and we like, go, like, we, we know that." shit. They're like, we know that, yeah. okay. But yeah. hearing it, now, think, now hearing it, thinking about it again as an adult,
0: you think maybe yeah. she was kind of projecting because she was like, "I want to save her from something that maybe I didn't get." Yeah, or, I, I mean, okay. I mean, I'm not putting no, words in your mouth. No, I know. I, I, that's
1: that's exactly like I, I mean, I remember her saying something like, "You know, let her go to her prom or or oh, whatever it is," girl. and you know, when you're raised in that, you you miss out on all of that. So,
0: so I love Amanda Bynes um, so much. Uh, everything that she's uh, sort of persevered through. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of her often, and um, uh, she was such a hard worker at such an early age. You know something? I actually did meet her. Um, Variety had given us an award of, like, top five under a certain age or Uh something like that, Uh, and it was, yeah, Variety's top five to watch. That's what it was. And it was Amanda, and it was me, and we went to the Oakwoods, and oh, we received yeah. her, I know, right? Like, why were we at the Oakwoods? Because all things lead to the Oakwoods. Absolutely. And um, I just remember, you know, we have a picture of us somewhere that my mom took, and and our paths crossed then. And then I, I virtually never heard about her in the same circles as me because Disney and Nickelodeon really did
1: not. Yeah, we all, I don't know, like, how you guys were, but we all hung out on each other's sets. So, like, I knew all the Nick kids, and Got we it. did a lot of, like, we did um, – uh, on-air dares. So like oh, yeah. unfabulous Fabulous, Ned's Declassified. Uh, what else was on? I mean, Victoria's, uh, Drake and Josh. Drake and, and Josh. then eventually uh, yeah. I, Carly, like we were all, yeah, we were all homies. We all hung out together. That's cool. Yeah, it was great. At the Oakwoods. No, I mean, <laughs> just, you know, on set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But when in doubt, most of us lived at the Oakwood. Yeah. I love that. That's so funny. Yeah, but she, we w- all went, by the way, the
0: intersection of that would yeah. have been if we all went to Universal City Walk and we would have seen each other city walk was the place it wasn't as touristy as it is now for some reason I probably because of the harry potter land yeah that'll do it. got there um but for real like everybody did you live at oakwood yes i've lived at oakwood twice in my life okay, okay. like uh, literally like I've, I've gone back there like uh, yes okay city walk was the coolest thing ever
1: oh yeah it was like well, we did uh, for when the top five, the first like bonding thing we all did is they let us all go to Universal, the mm-hmm. top five of us, and I was like, wow, this is so fucking cool. You're like, I'm part of something. This is wild. I'm just like at Universal with these like kids, and I mean, it was just crazy. Okay, so Amanda was kind of like your mentor then, because she judged you. I right? mean, like I, she was one of the three judges. She, she was one of the three judges, and and you know. When I won, there was a lot of talks of like she she reminds us of Amanda Bynes, mm-hmm. It's like I the new age Amanda Bynes. Um, I mean, she could have been threatened by that easily. I, I I think that at that point in time, her time on Nickelodeon, and I, I feel like she had already evolved past that. Interesting. So she was like, "I'm this is good." I'm yeah, glad yeah, totally. I mean, she was so like I remember when I when I won. You know, one of the clips was I think Nick Cannon was like, you know, she reminds me of a young Amanda Bynes, sure. and Amanda Bynes was like, I'm flattered, I want to be her friend, and um, I was just like, this is so fucking cool. Like she was my idol. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I mean, also Brittany, I, I loved Brittany. I mean, we, did I you get with Facetime Jamie. with oh with Jamie and Bri- yeah? Okay. So Brittany was on set a lot. Cool. I mean, they, she was the most. I mean just yes ma'am no ma'am like just so respectful Mm. and kind um we had gone we had gone out we used to go out shopping with britney and jamie and and like you know it was my first time experiencing like paparazzi and oh yeah and i remember one day in particular i was crying uh because me britney and jamie and my mother went to i think abercrombie And I was crying because I couldn't, I was too small to fit in all the clothes yet. And, you know, Jamie and Brittany were so cool and they could shop at Abercrombie. And I remember crying. Um, I think we went to Brittany's Santa Monica. She had a place in Santa Monica at some point that we went to. Um, But yeah, I I mean, I I was just really lucky that the kids on that show, because it was such a big cast, Mm -hmm. they were like, I mean, they just. You know, took me and I was the youngest one on set. And I was probably so fucking annoying following them all around.
0: You said you were following
1: oh my Devin God. around? Oh, yeah. He was He was my first Aww. in real life crush. Yeah, I, would, yeah. I would follow him around. Um, He's a good guy. Yeah. I mean, he was a good guy at, I,
0: I at mean, Decolonium. I was 10. Yeah, yeah. He was a good guy yeah. as a kid. He also talks a lot about how, like, their experience at Nick was great. Their creator was yeah. so supportive and loving. And, and, and I think that's great. I yeah. Think that's I awesome. mean, if you, not everyone's experience is the same. Totally. Not everyone's trauma is the same. Totally. Um, I, I do, I do wonder though, how, okay. So I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you this. Okay. It's nothing about anything, anyone in particular, okay. but like when you see people that you knew intimately, like over time, I can relate to this too, because okay. I've had co-stars that have kind of gone down a really crazy path. Um, and you kind of are like implicated in having an opinion because people are always like, Oh, are you still in right. touch with so-and-so? But like, how do you feel? Cause I know that my heart breaks in pieces that. I can't mend for them, totally. Like, how do you
1: feel when you see, like, you know, Amanda struggling? I mean, or Brittany, I'm very grateful. and And the older I get, the more grateful that I am that I made the decision to leave. oh, um because I was a competitive gymnast at the time. I all of a sudden, like, overnight, my life changed. I picked up. I moved to california. i'm I'm doing this show. I'm working full time. And when this, when we had, when this, we had wrapped at season 10 and I was offered to work and to have my own show and to do other things. And I remember looking at my mom and being like, I want to go home. And my mom was like, great, we'll, did, we'll go
0: home. What, did something happen for you to no, be like, i No, I just,
1: I wanted to be an Olympic gymnast. That was always my dream. And okay. I was training with a coach in LA, but it was so hard for me to do because I was working these long hours and all of the things that I loved Um, I wasn't able to do, and I miss just like being a normal kid. My trauma happens from when I went back to Massachusetts, which we can talk about. Yeah, Um, that was a horrible experience going back. But I went to normal
0: college right after we wrapped, even Stevens, and it was probably
1: one of the biggest mistakes I could. Yeah, I mean, it's horrible Mm -hmm. for many years, many many years. It was bad. Um, but I went home and. Uh, I'm very grateful because I went to high school, I went to college, and then I made the decision myself to move back to Los Angeles to be an actor. Yeah. And I felt I have friends now that have remained child actors through everything, um, and to no fault of their own, but they just like, um... They have no they perspective. Lose sen- yeah, they yeah. just lose sense of I'll reality. The for you. <laughs> yeah, they they just they've always been given everything to them. Oh. Like I've worked service jobs, and I've you know I I was able to like go and live a normal life, and then come back out. And for to make the decision as an adult on your own to go back into Hollywood, you must really fucking love it because it's like who wants to do that? Like you're just. You're the hardest working unpaid intern. Like you never know when you're going to get your next paycheck. You have to like claw your way to the t- no residuals. I mean, it's, yeah, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, um, but y'all I also knew you guys did not get any residuals. Yeah, we didn't get. We did. Shit. You didn't. No. Yeah, but I also you guys are got. After. I also got screwed over because I mean they wanted to take advantage of of me because it's like oh this girl's she doesn't no anything about the a industry. Contest. Yeah, and She's then just I had happy to be here. Well, I had a whistleblower at Nickelodeon pull my parents aside and be like, "Do you know what a Q score is?" And they were like, "No." And they were like, this is your daughter's Q score. Do you know where she falls right now? In between Lindsay Lohan and the Olsen twins. Go back into that room and renegotiate that contract. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. We went back into the room. Hell and I still got, yeah. I still got. Man, I want to know this
0: whistleblower. This person is yeah.
1: dope. Yeah.
0: That is the point. I mean, we knew nothing. We and the were fact like, that you can't even say their name is fucked. Yeah. Because why wouldn't people want No one's, one's
1: looking out for you,
0: right? They're like, t- why is that a bad thing? Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Especially totally. when we're talking about kids. That's totally. All. That's all I'm saying. And taking I get advantage- it if it's business with adults. And it's like, oh, no, the budgets. and right, right. But we're talking about, like, kids. And, like, you're trying to... You are that... At that point, you are trying to exploit a child by not paying them what
1: they're worth. Well, and the contest brought in a whole new... Like, once the contest happened, it was... It's incalculable. Yeah. yeah right. Your
0: influence at that point was so
1: incalculable. It was just, you, and no one was there to tell me. Like, and, could you imagine if you had social media then,
0: how many followers you had had? I'm so happy I did not have social media then. Interesting. Because now you're really killing it. I love seeing you. you. That's how we connected. And Thank you. I love all of the stuff. You're so capable. And you, thank you. We just shot some TikToks and it was so much fun. It and, was fun. You and I are both addicted
1: to tech. It must be a Sicilian thing. It is. It's Everything so fucking
0: fun leads to Oakwoods and Sicilians. In this and you know, episode. you know
1: why we appreciate it so much. Why? Because being in Hollywood as kids, being in Hollywood, period, you have zero control mm-hmm. of what you do. You don't get to pick the characters you play. What you get to say. You don't get to. You barely get to pick your representation or people that like you. And social media is the first time where you get your power back, and you're like, I get to control what the fuck I put out there and mm-hmm. what content I want to do. And it's so fucking freeing Mm -hmm. to do that it's like when you came back here it was your own choice totally I'm curious what was it like when you were back there what happened it was horrible why bullying like what i mean again like you know this is before social media and influencers if you were on a television you were a superstar Mm -hmm. and if you were on the most popular child's tv show and you were going back to suburbia it was i mean i remember like the first day i arrived at my house there was just like people at my house waiting for me. And I couldn't go to the mall. I would be swarmed and I would come home and cry and be like, I just wanna like go places. And my biggest insecurity was, I was still doing gymnastics when I went back and I was so isolated because, kids didn't like this shit didn't happen. Right. And kids didn't know how to act. Mm-hmm. And then like all of a sudden this chick that was just on that I, we just watched 10 minutes ago on television is like walking into our Rhode Island gymnastics meet. Mm-hmm. And then all these girls would congregate and whisper and point. And I remember like doing routines at competitions and out of the corner of my eye, just seeing like all of these girls like whispering and pointing. And mm-hmm. I was just so insecure and mm-hmm. I, I resented my experience for a very long time. I didn't want to talk about it. I, I, Interesting. I yeah, it was, I, I just, I found it really hard to live a normal life. And then I was always like, I was tired of being known as the all that girl. I was just always br- trying to break free of that because then I went to high school in a town, it was two towns over from me. I wasn't going to know one person. And like people already had a perception, oh, that's the all that girl. Mm-hmm. You know, people would like- That's your brand. at lunch some kid would stand up on the table and start singing all that theme song and like everybody would join in and I didn't have the confidence at that time like if that happened to me now I'd be like yeah what the fuck is up but like at that time I was just so insecure that this was happening and I felt like people already had a perception of me and I was not myself and I was not confident and I, I I hate that I hate the relationships I developed during that time because it wasn't me, and just for a long time, I just wasn't myself, and I, I, it was so hard. And it wasn't until I went to Emerson, which is you know, it's a great
0: school with a great arts program. Yeah, I, I applied, I applied to Emerson, and-, and there's a
1: lot of child actors that went there, and then there's a lot of like child, you know, kids of who else went there? Um, you know, who was there at the same time? Sofia Vergara's son was in my, um, oh yeah, he was in my either a year older than me or he did those head and shoulders commercials with her they were really cute yeah so he was at emerson so that was the first time that like when i went and people found out i think they did an article um that i was going to emerson Mm -hmm. so when i got to emerson so many people were like oh my god we loved all that like you were my childhood and that was the first time that i was like oh these are all theater kids like i can you know these are my people yeah so that sucks. I'm sorry that that that's fine. I mean, do I, you feel like gymnastics was
0: kind of taken away from you as a passion? Because that's the whole reason you left here because yeah. of the distractions of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, gymnastics was a, at the level that I was competing at gymnastics was a full time job. Yeah. And, and I tried to train and it was so hard to train out here and the older you get gymnastics especially like you have to be young because mm-hmm. then you reach an age where you're like i could die i don't want to do this stuff so it was so hard for me to get back into it because when i took that m- amount of time off and i came back i just had like a super bad mental block because i'm like this is really dangerous i can't I want to be doing this so a couple of gymnasts came out about that right about the mental block totally was i mean that it's Simone, uh i mean it, it's like a known that's just a known thing in okay. in the gymnastics community. Like for an example, when I was, I believe I was training with like one of the Russian Olympic coaches in Los Angeles at the Culver city school of gymnastics. And it was my first day in LA. And I said, Hey, can you just spot me? I haven't done this trick in a while. And he's like, we don't, we don't do spots. And I just, it took the love away from gymnastics where it's like, I love gymnastics because I was going to practice with all my friends and like we would train and you flipped and you yeah. had fun and then body. we would we would train for eight hours and then go to one of our places and like make up gymnastics routines to like Aww. it was just the camaraderie obviously yeah. wasn't there when I was in LA
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: um but yeah going going back home was what would your mom do they they did the best that they could It's got to be so hard to stand by well, message boards like so we, I mean, message boards were at the time and, and my mom was always checking the message boards and printing things out and like have you know, and I remember they never let me go on them. And I remember one day I ended up going on them and it was just like thousands of thousands of that. I mean, it's like reading TikTok comments and like. <laughs> You have some kids that are like, oh my God, Christina's the coolest person ever. And then you have other comments that are like, she should die. She should go kill herself. She's whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And when you're already like teetering on the line of being super insecure and then you read that, like I just want it to be likable. I just want it to be normal. I just wanted kids. I was so desperate. I totally relate to this. Oh my God, I was so desperate to be I like fantasized
0: about like um, teen movies. Like I would watch them and I'd be like, that's the experience
1: that I deserve and I want to have. And like. Just so desperate for like validation and, Mm -hmm. and. You know, and then it's hard too. like my experience was for the most part was really great. However, like I had some bad experiences with like agencies and casting directors who would, you know, tell my mom she should just do beauty pageants or she needs to cut her hair. She's too skinny or she needs to do this. I mean, I went in for one of the bigger agencies as a kid. Mm -hmm. As soon as I, you know, was on the show, they were like, you guys need an agent. So we were going to all the big wigs. Sure. Yeah. They'll take your call. They'll they'll take your money. They were taking us out to dinner. They were like, you know. And I remember I went to one of them and they gave me a monologue and there was a huge conference table. And again, I have no experience with acting. Like I don't, I'm just entertaining in my mind. They give me a monologue. And, you, and, and there's the fact that you said there's like a huge uh, conference table. Oh, it was the most intimidating situation. To yeah. Be in. Like a really long a ass fucking. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I stand at the front and they're like, great. If you could just read this monologue. I look at it. I read the first sentence. Stop. Can you do it? You need to do it again. Can you hit this line more? Mm. Did it again. Stop. I mean, I must have stopped like 20 times. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, even casting directors. I can't tell you how many times I would. I hated auditioning. I hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Yeah. I was me like, I, I don't ha- want to do it. I, I don't want. Yeah, I'm done. with As it. As a kid, I was like, so I don't want to fucking do this. But also, shit. like, I understand if, if you don't want to give me an offer, I get that. Totally. And there are kids. And again, like the kids that I worked with were child actors. Like they went on auditions. They had agents they knew how to do that stuff. For yeah. me, it was like, I took it personally. I'm like, why am I reading this and you're telling me I'm too skinny or I need to cut my hair or like, I'm not reading that right. But I also or, think that's kind of like, that's like good that you felt that way. Like you weren't
0: groomed to just accept that kind of like no, treatment. No, I hate I like it's it. It's actually really normal for you to be like, this isn't right. This
1: isn't, this isn't human. Yeah. I, isn't I mean, cool. I'm 10. Yeah. Like, it, it, really? Like there's a way to communicate. This isn't going to work if you're so, communicating. So I'm
0: question because you were such a high performing gymnast. W- was there any similarities between? Yes. Being- oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. The criticism. Discipline. Or the rejection? Yeah. What? I mean, for one, gymnastics is an individual sport. So everything you do is kind of in your own head. And that mm-hmm. was also very similar to acting. Yeah. In a lot of ways. And the discipline. I was such a fucking perfectionist. Yeah. And that was hard for me, too, is like if I had a long day on set and I didn't feel like I did something to the best of my ability, which I think all actors can relate to in general, like I would just stew on it and stew on it and stew on it Mm. and be so hard on myself that Mm. I didn't do it perfect. And to this day, that's my flaw. I am like a perfectionist perfectionist, to the point where like if I don't do something perfectly, I'm like, I don't deserve happiness today. I need to just sit home and sulk Mm. about why I didn't perform at whatever level Mm -hmm. so I definitely found that's
0: okay cool so that's interesting yeah that's I think that's definitely something to work on I have those tapes in my head all the time
1: yeah oh my god
0: honestly I think that the best thing that I could have learned was like green light yourself because it's so it feeds that well of insecurity totally of it doesn't feed it but
1: it like rather it it helps drain it. So well, also just like the longer you do it, realizing that so much of it is out of your control. Like you can have an You're powerless, au- yeah, You're like powerless. Y- yeah, you as an actor, if you do an audition and you don't get it, you go to wow, that must have been a horrible audition. But it's like there's so many other factors. Like yeah. maybe you look too much like the the uh, one of the series regulars. But then or- it
0: becomes how do you value your time? Because honestly, like
1: I when the
0: I'll be very blunt. <sighs> Why not? Right, the first chance in my life that I got. To to reassure myself that I could make income was the first thing I took. I was like, if I would fantasize, if there was any other way for me to make income um, as easily at this rate, mm-hmm. like I will do it. And right. like that's why content creation was such a good fit for me because it it, it sort of made me fall in love with the uh, with media again because I actually did want to direct, mm-hmm. uh, and I started falling in love with that. But like it was a v- it was very difficult at the time. I was already pregnant and you know disney wasn't just going to give me that opportunity right. they had a lot of female directors and i think they even had some sort of like an initiative or a program but when i came to them and i was like could you i did direct a movie already um and i i went to columbia for film i was like could you please like Sunday. consider me and totally. they were like you're gonna have to get in line you're gonna have to show up to the sets and i'm like literally like six months pregnant at this yeah. time i'm like this is not this can't be for me yeah. so i have all this know-how all this production background but now it's like I what am I supposed to do right. with that if I want to live my life? And again, like I felt like for so many so for so many years in my twenties that I couldn't like I was waiting for the phone to ring.
1: One hundred percent. So I couldn't just go travel to Europe. Yeah. You're like, always waiting for a job that you don't have. You're the yeah, you are sucked. the I mean I can't I, change it. Can't change it. No. It's, but, and it's part of, especially when you're when you're in this industry, right? You go through this phase of like, because you have to be. You have to be doe-eyed. You have to be readily available at any given time. I mean, I missed funerals and weddings and birthdays yeah. and family time. And for a job I didn't fucking have. Yes. For a job I didn't fucking have. That's so true. And okay. I was sacrificing everything. For an example, I got, I have tattoos now. I didn't have tattoos until the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Didn't have it. And the reason why I didn't have it was you're going off with the girl next door. The girl next door doesn't have tattoos. Mm. Yes, we can cover it up, but if a casting director sees you and a girl that looks just like you and you have tattoos, you're not getting the role. Don't cut your ha- don't don't do this to your hair. Don't color your hair because that doesn't fit what you go out for, right? Like mm-hmm. pigeonhole, pigeonhole, pigeonhole. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm not gonna do anything that's gonna jeopardize a fucking job I don't have. Exactly. 2020, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get tattoos. If a job wants me, they can fucking cover it. They're small, and mm-hmm. it was freeing for me mm-hmm. because I was like, I don't want to go out for the girl next door. Mm-hmm. I want to go out for the fucking bitch that's gonna claw you with the fucking katana with the big hoops. She'll have, she'll have fucking tattoos. Yep. So it's like you and I, and I not that I regret because I'm, I it, it was character development, but like it's <laughs> grit. I learned a lot, but like. Yeah, I could barely make rent. I was working three jobs. I was dropping everything to audition. I was missing out on everything. I can't tell you how many funerals of family members I missed because I was like, oh. if I leave and there's an audition, I will never forgive you that I had to go home and oh, I didn't get... Like I was hard. just... Because at this point I would sacrificed so much mm-hmm. that I was like, I, 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 if I'm going to do this, I have to do it a thousand percent. This has to be my entire life. Yeah. Um, and what I've learned is like now... Obviously, as an actor, there are different times in your career where like you need supplemental income and sometimes you don't like there have been times where acting has paid all my bills and other times where it hasn't. Yeah. And I'm very much like multiple sources of income, multiple sources that I whatever I can do mm-hmm. and being creative. That's not reliant on this job that I don't have. That way, when I do get my audition, it's not like this audition has to pay my rent. I have. And, and when you you're have able a whole, to- You have a whole mindset. Yeah, but That's it took a really fucking long time to get in there. And a lot of therapy, I'm sure. It took, it took COVID <laughs> and two strikes and yeah. no work to yeah. finally be like, I can't sit around and wait. I can't be begging people to represent me. I can't be begging people to let me in their room. Like, mm-hmm. this, is, this is what I'm good at. I want someone to be equally stoked about me. Yeah. And, like, I'm not going to compromise mm-hmm. on that, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's a business. Like, mm-hmm. it's just yeah so I've yeah, I mean, seen it all too,
0: like you've been there, and you've been there the whole time experiencing it on different levels totally um well, I mean, in general, I think you're just fantastic, and I love you very much. I love you too. are you gonna go back to Boston ever you think I was ever just live- there
1: oh to live there you
0: go back there a lot to see family or
1: yeah, when I was on um ambitions, that was in Atlanta, so and oh, we that's helpful filmed for eight months, yeah, so on my off couple of days, I would have them fly me to Uh, Boston, rather than go back to the West Coast, so I spent a lot of time with them then. Yeah, Um, I was just there. I just got back three days ago. Yeah, Um, I love it. Mm -hmm. Again, I've (laughs) I've always been like very black and white about like this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be this. I'm gonna live here. And now I'm like nothing has panned out in the way that I thought. (laughs) Not one thing. So I'm done being like, I would never live there. I'm just like, yeah, whatever the fuck is going to happen. Truly, I'll you, ride cannot it. Know. you cannot like, know. And the fact that like you
0: are so capable, so talented, I mean, like y- you Thank just, you. I, I'm really excited to see what the next like five years, two years brings you. I think we're in a really weird, unique place too. And um, that we have this skill set, but like we're savvy enough to see the trends yeah. of like, it's not just going to be like self-tapes anymore absolutely it's not going to be like waiting for that phone to ring right. it's more or less like how can i just
1: green light myself yeah and, and skip also just like the trauma not i mean i think part of the reason why i was so anti-tiktok too was yeah because, you said you were anti-tiktok yeah i was a hater i was a tiktok hater yeah. um, me too though I yeah it. i think we all went through that but i think for me i was so hesitant for so long because i'm like okay i've sacrificed everything to be an actor i don't want to now be a TikToker and people don't take me seriously yeah, as an like actor. what does this mean and i was passing up on so much opportunity <laughs> and the opportunity to just entertain people which is what i fucking love to do and yes, i had to remind said, myself that's all you want yeah do. i've always envisioned that as an actor because uh, i love to act and mm-hmm. i love film and i love television and i still hope that that's a way that i can continue to entertain however If I look myself in the mirror and I say, what makes me happy? I just love entertaining people. So I was like, why am I going to say no to opportunities that are here right now Mm -hmm. because it might affect an opportunity that could happen down the road. It's like, yeah. it makes sense why a lot of actors are on TikToks because yeah. we get to fucking entertain. Oh yeah, I think we're at a point now
0: where-, where It's where, all blended. And let me tell you what, I think like, especially after the strike when now they're feeling the hit and I'm still getting sponsored content. Absolutely. Which by the way- I going to pay not, my rent. I'm not tone deaf. Like I understand totally. how hard that is, but I've literally been, I've been in famine when others have been in feast Absolutely. and it's a balance. And so like, I do think this is very, kind of really interesting yeah. In that like people are going to realize that this is a media business. This is a branding thing. Totally. You got to think outside the I box. I mean, I you
1: know, lost my health insurance during COVID and like You can
0: get health insurance by the way with uh, sponsored content if you qualify for the same amount. You could actually uh, they, they have a new media contract that I would encourage you to look oh. into. Oh. Yes. I'm, I I feel like I should let people get to know about this and if yeah. it's a loophole. But since they had a new media contract made there's a way for you to qualify for
1: that. Okay, so. well then that's that's great because that would, I mean, <laughs> but I, I lost it and I was yeah, just like, I tough. need to have something else because acting, even when acting is normal and yeah. times are normal, it's this. Yeah, You can't just be like waiting around. And plus that's like yeah. not how I want to live my life. I don't know if I can wait around for a no, you job. you have one life. So yeah. if you were to give- um, I mean, I have probably more than so one. So if
0: Amanda yeah. gave you really great advice, mm-hmm. what would your advice be for the next Christina?
1: Do things unapologetically. Like- I regret all of the time that I spent being insecure about what others thought of me. And I think that ruined my creative and ruined my love to create. And you are not, not everybody is going to like you. That is not your job. Do what you love, do it unapologetically, be nice to people, give people grace, and fucking just go for it. Like, just fucking go for it. Yes, be smart. But worry about the other bullshit later. If it's something that makes you excited and makes you want to get out of bed, do it, mm-hmm. and don't worry about. It. I, I think our biggest roadblock is worrying about what other people. I mean, same yeah. thing with TikTok. I have friends that are like, "Well, I don't want to post that. What if my coworkers see?" I'm like, "Fuck it. You have yeah. you're, It's only life. You have to lean fully, life.
0: lean fully into you it. You got to do it. And Sicilians do it best." We sure do. <laughs> we sure sponsored by Sicilian. I love that. Thank you so much for coming. It was it was really great to
1: I know I love To adopt this. you. I don't want it to end. No, I know,
0: I know, I don't either. Can I we don't continue? Either. Trust me, I don't want to. I know. Wow.
1: Well, you're gonna have to come on big name bitches. Perfect. That would be amazing. I'm a small name bitch. Yes, but I'm a bitch, so I'll be there. We doing it.
0: Perfect. Yay! Thanks so much for watching this episode of the Vulnerable Podcast. To check out clips from the pod, check out the Vulnerable Podcast Clips channel, and the YouTube link is in the description.